All right, Garrett Lewis with you. It is your morning ritual right here, KNST AM 792 Suns. Most stimulating talk. Uh, quick three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the State Department has confirmed that there are nine Americans that have been murdered by Hamas terrorists. There are dozens that have been captured after these horrific terrorist attacks over the weekend in Israel. Second thing I think you need to know, Wall Street Journal reports that Iran was involved. Iran is now denying it, of course, because they're seeing they can't control the narrative. Uh, Iran, they report uh, in the Wall Street Journal, Iran was uh, directly involved. They gave the green light last Monday at a meeting in Beirut with Hamas and Hezbollah. Said, go ahead. Meanwhile, Hamas and Hezbollah terrorists made videos thanking Iran for the money and the weapons and the planning. Uh, third thing, I think you need to know, front page magazine with a giant story that has been ignored, that a, an Iranian spy, uh, yes, it's true, an Iranian immigrant who has been working with the regime to spread pro-Iranian propaganda is now at the Department of Defense at the Pentagon, at one of the highest levels of the Pentagon, by the way. Chief of Staff of the Pentagon Counterterrorism Office, that's who she is. No word if she stopped working with the Iranian regime. Uh, members of the House, the Republicans, have demanded answers from the Pentagon, and they've been ignored. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, to give even more information about what is going on uh, is Abe Hamaday, who spent time over in the Middle East serving our country. And uh, I know Abe has been active on social media, and we have him on today. Abe, how you doing this morning, man? Good morning, Garrett. My heart goes out to the people of Israel and the Jewish community out there. It's just awful what we're witnessing and what we saw come out on Friday. Uh, yeah, it is. It is just, it's wretched. It really is wretched. The videos, I can't unsee them. They, they'll be seared in my brain uh, from now until I'm no longer here. It is just awful. Um, uh, your take on this. I mean, the fact, I mean, we, we had, had terrorists coming in by air, coming in by land, coming in by sea. You have the, the Biden regime uh, claiming that uh, the money they freed up had no impact whatsoever. Uh, just just your whole your whole take. I mean, to me, it's a weak president or a president that's corrupt that is making this happen. Right, and I think what's so unique about this attack is that Hamas is usually not as sophisticated as a terror group like Hezbollah. And Hamas, for a long time, the last conflict that broke out in Israel was in 2021. And that was a 10-day conflict. But to have them actually infiltrate and invade Israel was what was so shocking. But if you look at the, the PR front of it as well, they seem to have taken a playbook out of ISIS's hands, which is they're advertising their brutality because this is what terrorists want to do. They want to instill fear in the people. And it seems like they have succeeded in many ways. So, you know, that's what was so different about these attacks and prior attacks is the level of sophistication, how quickly they were to re rebuild their, their munition supply. Um, and yes, I, I think we have to look at, oh, look at the appeasement policy we've been giving Iran over the past couple of years since Biden was off. Since Biden's in office, you had that attack, the conflict, the 10 day conflict back in May of 2021. Now you have this and you saw the $6 billion that Biden and his the media cronies are trying to justify by saying it was only going for food and water and medicine, but it is the, the narrative is completely falling apart because all we've been doing since Biden has been in office has been appeasing Iran, Iran, getting out of the nuclear deal, everything, and 
calling Saudi Arabia a pariah state and trying to, you know, right now, Israel and Saudi Arabia, because I was there in Saudi Arabia when the 10 day conflict broke out. And it's the same type of playbook that happened. When I was there, Saudi Arabia was starting to normalize relations, you know, backdoor relations with Israel, right? This is after the Abraham Accords that Trump had uh, got signed about six months prior to that. And Saudi Arabia was allowing Israeli civil flights, so their their airplanes to fly over Saudi Arabia to go to Dubai, for instance, because now the UAE and Israel have a relationship. And Saudi Arabia allowed that. But once that 10-day conflict broke out, and, you know, you see the images, and you see Gaza, and Saudi Arabia at that point suspended all of the progress that was being made. They no longer allowed Israel to fly over its airspace. And... Similarly, here, which is very disappointing, you see Saudi Arabia come out with this statement, basically blaming Israel. And for people to understand why they're doing that, Saudi Arabia is complicated. The government of Saudi Arabia, the higher the higher echelons of the government, they want peace with Israel. However, you can't change a population's hatred for the Jews with Saudi Arabia's government was indoctrinating in its people for 50 years, you can't change it overnight. So there is still a segment of its population that is very anti-Israel. And it's entirely the doing of Saudi Arabia. But yes, it's going to take time for that to change. When I was in Saudi Arabia, I mean, I would talk to military officers about Israel. They always would complain. They would always complain about the Palestinian leadership. All they did was take the money and not give it to the people, which is accurate. And they would complain about um, how that they actually want a relationship with Israel, and they, they saw their neighbors becoming friendly with Israel, and they thought that, that was going to be good for their economy. So Saudi Arabia's military leaders and top, their top government officials want peace with Israel. However, a segment of its population, which is still very conservative, I mean, you're talking about a society that didn't allow women to drive up until three years ago. So it, it's, it's complicated. This is a setback on it, and I think that's what the purpose uh, of this was, and it makes sense that Iran was meeting with Hamas and Hezbollah in Beirut. But, uh, you know, the, the whole region right now is on fire, and it's entirely the doing of Joe Biden and the Democrats. And you're talking about Joe Biden has somebody in the Pentagon who has a top-secret clearance who has been in communication with Iran. I mean, if you look at these messages that were revealed, they were basically asking for approval on certain things. Like one of them asked, should I go to Saudi Arabia? And it got forwarded on to the foreign minister of Iran. Now, just think about who is running our government. It's these radical leftists who have deep sympathies with Hamas, with Iran. And you're seeing the response. I mean, look, even Barack Obama has not even put out a single tweet condemning these attacks, Garrett. Barack Obama was so quick interfere in Israel's judicial reforms, interfere in, you know, the democratically elected Benjamin Netanyahu, but now he's not even, he's dead silent on these attacks. So this is what the Democrat Party has become. A, a sizable chunk of them are anti-Israel and pro-Hamas. And you see that with the statements coming out of Ilhan Omar, uh, AO, AOC, and Cory Bush, and all these people who are calling for an immediate ceasefire. I mean, it, it is it is so disgusting to, to, for them to talk about a ceasefire when Israel hasn't even begun their offensive operations. It's equivalent to 
after 9-11, another, you know, people calling for us to have a ceasefire. I mean, this is a terrorist attack. You, you neutralize the threat. You save the dozens, if not hundreds of hostages that are captured in, in the Gaza Strip. And then after that, you bomb the hell out of them, which is going to happen. And at this point, I don't see how Hamas can survive as, as a governing force in Gaza. I, don't, I think for too long, you know, Israel has, has allowed them to, to govern. But at this point, I think they're going to be relegated back underground and remain a terrorist organization, not the actual government uh, of the Gaza Strip. Abe Hamaday's on KNST. Abe, I have so much more I want to ask you about this. Uh, can you hang on for me uh, for just a couple of minutes if that's okay? Absolutely. All right, thank you. We are going to continue with Abe Hamaday. Got to find out again what, you know, when Israel does wipe Hamas off the face of the earth, what will that do? And, and you know, is there going to be, is, is this a bigger picture? Iran's trying to start World War III. Um, will, and the impact of Donald Trump on this, Donald Trump and the Abraham Accords. We want to get into all this. I'll get into all this with Abe Hamaday. Continuing right here. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Garrett Lewis with you. It is your morning ritual. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Continuing with Abe Hamaday, uh, who has spent a lot of time in the Middle East uh, and knows what he's talking about when it comes to the Middle East and, and the terrorists and everything. Very interesting stuff you said, Abe, again, about how uh, apparently people down in the region, they know how evil Hamas is and how uh, the aid is taken for terroristic purposes and kept by the people up top, just like in any uh, corrupt government, right, or corrupt organization. Um, I'm just wondering, get your take on this. All right, it, it seems to be pretty stupid, right? Hamas does this. And how do they not know that Israel is going to then just wipe them off the face of the earth, right? I mean, that's basically what, what Israel is going to do. Is there something bigger here with Iran where they're hoping they, they goad uh, Israel into this, they bait them into it, and then they could hope that the entire Middle East then turns and the entire world turns on Israel? Do you think that is the bigger picture here? I think it has an element to it, and I think they wanted to derail the Saudi-Israel normalization and maybe peace agreement that was going to come. Uh, you know, after Trump had the successful... Uh, peace agreements, the UAE, Morocco, Sudan, and Bahrain. Uh, but it, and it's disappointing to see some of these Arab countries, I mean, their statements are so hollow with, with what's going on. I mean, these, the Hamas attacks were so barbaric in nature. It is very reminiscent of ISIS in terms of how they were recording it, how they were releasing it on social media. Their entire purpose was to cause terror. They, they attacked you know, not military targets. They attacked a music festival. They attacked cities and kidnapped children and women. I mean, this is not something that an, another military does, right? And this is, Hamas is a terrorist organization. And sadly, too many, even in Congress, are afraid to call them that. Not afraid. They, 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 they actually like Hamas. I mean, we have to be real. We have a Hamas sympathizers in Congress at our highest levels of government, you ha- you just talked about that Iranian spy, essentially, in the Biden administration who has a top-secret clearance. This is who the Biden administration surrounds themselves with. This is, unfortunately, what the Democrat Party has become. And you see all of these pro-Hamas rallies occurring across the country. I mean, it, it is so mind-boggling to, to see this. But, you know, I- I'm hearing reports of, 
Hezbollah, uh, Israel actually entering Lebanon's territory and now uh, through helicopters and firing on Hezbollah targets. Uh, it, it's interesting that Hezbollah didn't attack at the same time as Hamas. If you remember 50 years ago on Yom Kippur, you know, Israel was taken by surprise because the Six Day War in 1967, you know, it completely decimated the Israel, the uh, Egyptian and Syrian armies very quickly and their air forces totally. And it was only a six day war, right? Hence the name. And Israel was caught off guard because it was rather quick and how the the Arab countries of Syria and Egypt were able to rearm themselves just six years later and conduct a surprise attack on, on Israel. But this is much different. You're talking about a terrorist organization, not another country. And to have them, first of all, bulldoze down those gates, which is unusual because they're under constant surveillance. I mean, Gaza, to put things into context, Gaza is smaller than the size of Tucson in terms of geography, okay? It's probably half the size of Tucson, and it is so dense. So when people talk about a war that's going to be occurring in Gaza and, like, you know, how could we can just go in and, you know, wipe them out, well, it becomes difficult because Hamas has hostages. It's going to be close-quarter combat, which is much more difficult than, than what we were experiencing in Afghanistan, for instance. I mean, this is such a dense area. It's like the equivalent to going into the city of New York and going building by building, floor by floor, trying to get rid of terrorists. So it, it's, it's not as easy as people think. So this is going to be a protracted war, I suspect. And then you're, it's a complication is if, if Hezbollah starts to increase uh, rockets coming from the north. I mean, that changes the calculation totally. I was, in, I was actually in Syria back in 2006 for the 34-day Israel-Hezbollah war, where Hezbollah actually was very, I mean, that was, a, that was seen as a, a big success for Hezbollah. I mean, they, 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 they fired a missile at a Navy ship of Israel. They, they had kidnapped Israeli soldiers. They, they shot down helicopters. I mean, Hezbollah is a far more sophisticated terrorist organization than, than Hamas. And, and Hezbollah has, I mean, they're stronger than the Lebanese armed forces. And again, Iran, contributes a lot of a lot more money to Hezbollah even. So if Hezbollah joins the war, it's going to be really devastating because now Israel has a two-front war both on the north and the south, and Hezbollah has missile capability that can reach Tel Aviv and Jerusalem and a lot more sophisticated uh, missile technology than Hamas. So all of this is, is a disaster, but it's a disaster also in terms of our foreign policy. Think about just Less than three years ago, Garrett, there was no war in Europe. Now we have a war in Europe for the first time since World War II. You know, we had peace in the Middle East. Now we have a, Israel's declared war for the first time since 1973. I mean, think about how fa- the failure of Biden's administration has caused the world, the, uh, this chaos and all over the world and here at home. And nobody wants to talk about that 150 Plus, suspected people on the terror watch list have entered our southern border, and those are just the ones that were apprehended. Versus just three years ago, zero terrorists entered our southern border. So, all of this is intentional, and we have to start asking why the Democrats are trying to destroy our country. Do you think, and this is Abe Hamaday on KNST, I know it's a lot to jump to, but. Um, there is more than enough evidence to impeach Joe Biden. There's more than enough evidence to come to the conclusion that the Biden 
family has sold out America. They sold their influence to the highest bidder, whether it's Burisma, whether it is uh, uh, ties to Romania or China, right? And now, now Iran, right? Or does this all go back to China? Because I've read reports that Iran sells $30 billion a year of oil to China. So it's made about $70 billion since Biden got in the White House. Biden didn't stop China from buying the oil. Uh, he didn't do that. That never happened with Trump in office. So you sit back and say, is Biden only only just basically beholden to China and they wanted the cheap oil and this weakens America? But then I see other stories that have come out from the Washington Free Beacon um, about how the Biden administration has basically been infiltrated. Um, it's a story. Iranian spies have infiltrated the American government. Lawmakers warn uh, this is September 27th. So just a, a couple of weeks ago, the Iranian government has infiltrated the Biden administration and obtained access to sensitive U.S. government information, according to a coalition of Republican lawmakers who are investigating the matter. I mean, so now he's letting the Iranians come in and just spy, and there's there's no repercussions. There's there's no there's no consequences for the actions of these bad actors, Garrett. Uh, Iran is has definitely infiltrated our government, and the, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps is, is is very sophisticated, spreading their terror across the world. But versus what you saw. Trump took out the IRGC's head commander, Qasem Soleimani. And at the time, the Democrats were all criticizing Trump for doing this. It's like, oh, he's going to cause World War III. You know, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be a huge mess in the Middle East. It's going to cause it to go on fire. And instead, what happened? Iran was neutralized, and they recognized that if you, if if, if there are con- if you do something, there's a consequence to your actions. So. It, it, it's just mind-boggling to see the dem, how the Democrats operate, Garrett. They, they don't want to follow through with any sort of threat. They actually don't even do any threats at this point. But China's involvement can't be understated in all of this because China's sitting back and watching uh, in Ukraine. They're sitting back watching Israel and, and Gaza. And then China, let's not forget, just a few months ago, it was discovered in California that they had a bio a bio uh, a bio lab to 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 possibly make a viruses in California, and this got swept under the rug. Nobody wants to talk about the Chinese uh, who are coming across our southern border, or we we tend to forget. Just back in February, we had a a, a, a spy balloon fly across our entire country without shooting it down, and going over our top military bases. Nobody wants to talk about this. You have to start wondering why the Biden administration is so weak across the world. And it it is because I believe he is bought and paid for by the Chinese, by the Ukrainians. There's there's so much foreign influence coming into our country. Look at Bob Menendez was just indicted the other week for having literal gold bars and Mercedes being purchased to him by who? The Egyptians. Why? Because he was sending over missiles through, uh, through military aid packages to the Egyptians. So... Everybody around the world recognizes that our country is for sale under the Democrat leadership, and it is absolutely putting us in a heightened risk for something bad to happen. And, you know, Tucson has a history, by the way, if you remember, just six years ago, seven years ago, you talk about a, a possible terrorist attack was going to occur at the Jewish community center. Yep. And this was down in Tucson that, you know, at the time, we luckily we thwarted it off. It was through the FBI and the AG's office at the time. But, you know, I, I call on for some Tucson leadership to protect members of the Jewish community 
all over Arizona, but especially in Tucson. But unfortunately, you have a weakness everywhere. Weak county attorney, you have a weak mayor, Regina Romero, which, by the way, we have to get J.L. Wittenbreaker in, and I know ballots come out this week. But this is where we have to have strong conservative leadership all across the country, even at the local level, because bad actors are going to try to try to take advantage of these type of situations. Last one for me, Abe. Um, nine Americans are confirmed by the State Department to be murdered by the Hamas terrorists. There are dozens, according to the Israeli ambassador to the U.N., dozens of Americans have been kidnapped. Uh, how do you think America should respond? We need to send our FBI hostage rescue teams. I mean, this is this is appropriate for the FBI hostage rescue teams to be there. Um, under under Trump, we had Robert O'Brien. He was actually the the head uh, person in bringing back hostages. Him and Cass Patel actually, and had huge amount of success. And by the way, we didn't pay for hostages. The reason why Gaza just took the, the Hamas just took hostages was because we just paid Iran six billion dollars for five Americans. Now the rest of the world, you know, for a long time, we had a policy, we don't negotiate with terrorists, we don't pay for hostages. Biden, they try to be cute with their words of saying, oh, we weren't actually paying for them. We're just releasing the money that's owed to them. No. I mean, everybody, that, that, that's just spin for, for Americans. But the rest of the world can't be, can't be bought through your propaganda. And they're not. And that's why they've taken these hostages, because they know they have a huge amount of leverage for it, not just for Israel, but also the, for also Americans. So, you know, I think right now Biden needs to send in the FBI hostage rescue team. He sent in the a warship off the coast, which is appropriate. But we need to understand that Israel is much more sophisticated in dealing with, with Gaza than even the American military. And the United States military has not done close quarter combat in a very long time. I mean, since probably the Iraq war in Baghdad. Israel trains for this every single day. I have full confidence in their capability of neutralizing the threat. What we have to do is offer whatever support they ask for, but we can't take over the situation. Israel has the absolute right to defend itself, and I anticipate that they have every motivation to defend itself from these barbaric terrorists. Real last one for me, Abe. Um, Do you think this was a major intelligence failure? I mean, it obviously was, right? Uh, do you think that American intelligence should have realized what is going on? Do you think that uh, the Israeli intelligence should have realized what is happening and they just somehow missed it? I mean, the story came out last week in Newsweek about how the Biden regime is having the FBI spy and counter and do everything against Trump supporters because we are the, apparently the gravest threat in the country. And yet, look at look at what just happened. Right. I mean, all across our countries at risk under the Biden administration, our intelligence community is weapon to being weaponized to target what they call MAGA extremists, which, you know, listening to his speech in Tempe, Arizona, Garrett, he was calling out supporters of Donald Trump. I mean, the military, most of the members of the military support Donald Trump. So he's talking about half of the country he views as a threat. The intelligence failure, I know, I think, I think it's inappropriate to discuss it at length here, especially the ongoing conflict right now with Israel, but they're going to be, there's going to be uh, an assessment of what happened. All I know is it is, it's unusual because Gaza is so small. Again, it's probably half the size of Tucson. Um, it, it, it's under constant surveillance, whether by drones, whether through the fencing, um, to have paragliders 
you know, enter. It, 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 it's unusual. And I, there obviously was a gap in failure in intelligence. And I think there needs to be a, a, a massive assessment of what actually occurred. But again, it, it's just inappropriate to talk about that. I think right now Israel needs to focus on neutralizing the threat and eradicating Hamas in the face of the earth. Gotcha. Uh, Abe Hamaday, as more happens, please let me know if you'd like to share your expertise on this. Uh, you're welcome anytime. Thank you so much for the time and, uh, and uh, again, your, uh, your expertise on this. I appreciate it. Thank you, Gary. You got it. Uh, that's uh, Abe Hamaday. Uh, we will continue. Do not go anywhere. I have more for you. Um, there are too many of these. You know, you know what happened in New York City, too, by the way? Do you see what happened in New York City? I'll get to that coming up. It's just sick. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.